you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, November 4th. We are 100 days from the Super Bowl. And you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Those are the voices of today's special guests. Voice number one belongs to the host of NFL Total Access, MJ Acosta-Ruiz. Thank you for making time for us today. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you for bringing a friend. That <laughs> friend is voice number two. He is the captain, the chief national reporter for NFL Network. Steve Weich, welcome back to the pod, sir. Thanks so much. I'm here with my girl, MJ, my man, Andrew. And the fact that you sampled, thank you for being a friend. What was that, about 1978? <laughs> I was seven. Yes, uh-huh. do the math. Okay. <laughs> I am of the opinion that everyone in the world has a jersey number, even if they never actually wore one. Huh. MJ, coach just put out the pile of jerseys mm-hmm. and now commences the scrum to grab one. What jersey number will you throw an elbow to make sure is on your back? 20. 20, why? Because I was born on the 20th of this very month. In other words, Write her, that bir- down. In other words her birthday's coming. coming. Write that down. Scorpio, Scorpio. season. My brother, November 21st. No way. Yes, you're both wonderful people. There you go. Steve. <laughs> Uh, you were a three-sport athlete, a bit of a star, if we're being honest. A Big 12 recruit, eventually an HBCU grad. Go Bison. Go Bison. And back then, it was a Big mm-hmm. 8. What's your jersey number? 89. All day. Nice. Uh, that was just a number I wore in high school. I was number 12 my whole life because I was a quarterback. Senior year, 89. Mm-hmm. That's when things went well for me. So, 89 all day. Plus, tell me a number 89 that you don't like. Steve Smith, great Steve Smith dude. Senior, please. Right? Oh. Like, we were at, just at, talking about look it. Look at yeah. all the 89s that you see in the NFL, and they're all like really cool people. I am also of the opinion, both of you, that everyone in the world has, you ready for this? A McDonald's order. Yes, even if you swore off fast food in a moment of goth, vegan, teen angst, you probably murdered a Big Mac or two beforehand. 
One of my real regrets, this is not a joke, is that I was never able to ask Queen Elizabeth this question because I guarantee you that even she For has sure. a McDonald's order. So, MJ, what's your McDonald's order? Breakfast or, or afternoon? Oh, Which wow. one would you like? Wow. I answered the question with a question. Okay, mm -hmm. afternoon. Afternoon. After, it's more late night, really, and it is. I'm going straight for uh, chicken nuggets and fries with sweet and sour sauce specifically. Boom. What's yeah. your McDonald's I can't order? Can't do it. By the way, Queen, the Queen would have a Royale with cheese. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what's, what's your McDonald's order? I if it's not now, what was your McDonald's order? A quarter order? pounder with cheese, but only mustard. I do not get down with the onions and ketchup and pickles. I yes. am uh, two regular hamburgers, large fry, large Coke, obviously. There you go. Okay, on today's show, I'm sorry to any fast food uh, sponsors we have that are not McDonald's. <laughs> Carl's Jr. On today's show, Friday answers to Sunday questions. This is your viewer's guide to week nine in the NFL. If you have a rooting interest, if you have a fantasy interest, maybe a financial interest, you are in the right mm -hmm. place at the right time because we've got scores and game picks for every remaining week nine matchup. And yes, this includes putting a few favorites on upset alert. I want to know, is anyone bold enough to pick the Titans over the Chiefs or the Falcons over the Chargers? Answers to come. We'll have analytics-based stat projections and game totals from our resident mathematician, the algorithm in heels, Cynthia Freeland. And we have a very special guest, Ravens running back Kenyon Drake, Baltimore on the road this week to face the Saints, who recently remembered that defense defines them. Uh, now, Steve White, you're going to conduct this interview with Mr. Drake, and I realize you have several questions for sure. the young man, who incidentally is averaging six yards a tote this season. But in the way of teasing the segment, let me ask you this. What's your best question? If you could only ask one question, what would it be? I've watched Kenny Drake most of his career, but the fact that he's played with Kyler Murray mm. and now plays with Lamar Jackson to dual threat quarterbacks. Oh, here we go. Here we go. To dual threat quarterbacks, does it make life easier as a running back or more confounding? Okay, I, uh, please ask that question. I want to yes. hear the answer. Excellent. I love that. Love it. That's coming up. But first, Steve, we haven't seen you since the trade deadline. 14 teams involved. Nearly half the league suited up for this one. 12 players sent packing in 10 trades on trade deadline day, both numbers highest in history. So, a day of feverish activity, to be sure. What strikes you as the best activity? The one that happened before trade deadline. Oh, here we go. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. On this. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Chris, I was going to say Christian McCaffrey is what everyone's talking about. Oh. But Robert Quinn. Oh, oh curveball, curveball in Robert the dirt. I swear this. is going to be a Von Miller-like finisher. Remember, the Rams got Von last year right around the trade deadline. The Eagles got him to be a finisher. You saw the yes, defensive yep. front. We'll take yes, Javon did. Hargrave, Fletcher Cox. He is going to be a closer. But here's my curveball. Yes. The Calvin Ridley trade. Yes. Right? Here's a suspended player who can't play until yes. next year. He is an excellent talent who will be going goes to, to Jacksonville. Goes to Jacksonville. Remember, his contract tolls. While he's suspended, the Jags are still getting him on his rookie deal. Meanwhile, the Falcons got some very good compensation that they can use next year in the draft. So this is, is a win-win win for both teams, a very, very deft maneuver. And a win for a player who is looking for a new atmosphere, looking for sure. a restart, wow. for a fresh start. Good for you for calling that out. Uh, you found a way to keep that one fresh. How did you do it? Well done. You mentioned the Eagles. Yep. Real quick, mm. what we watched last night. Yes, they're 8-0 for the first time in their history. They are the only undefeated team in the league. Everybody seems to be happy, from Nick Sirianni to Jalen sure. Hurts to, to every Philly fan who's depressed about the Phillies. They at least have the Eagles to be <laughs> excited about. But I saw vulnerability 
from an O-line. Jalen Hurts got hit a lot last yep. night. Hurts, this time loses the ball. That was a 14-14 game at halftime. You yourself called it out on NFL Total Access, the broadcast, mm-hmm. that this was going to be a tougher game for the Eagles uh, than we would have expected. You were right. Are you a little worried about the Eagles after last night, or is it one of those find-a-way-to-win moments? I think it was more of a wake-up call for them because I think they did maybe buy in just a hair too much into, oh, we're undefeated. We're going into, what, the Texans? We got this, no problem. Jalen Hurts, homecoming, hometown kid from Houston. The fact that they really didn't pull ahead of the Houston Texans until the fourth quarter, I think it was more so, hey, all right, we got to really stay on top of this and make sure that we leave zero doubt the fact of why we are undefeated and that we are making a strong, strong contention, not just in the NFC, but to make it all the way through to a Super Bowl. Uh, big winners last night, Mr. Pierce, who continues to mm-hmm. look good. Pierce again. Off he goes again. Pierce. Boy, this rookie is tremendous. Also winners last night, uh, fantasy managers of Dallas Goddard. Well done. Birds throwing. Open. Who else? Goddard. What did you see? Any takeaways from last night from you? First off, the red helmets from the Texans are the bomb. So kind cool. of dope. Kind of dope. Go to those full time. But, see, here's the thing. I don't think necessarily that the Eagles were maybe caught off guard. Okay, we're sleeping a little bit. Road game on a Thursday night. Yeah. The one thing that may have been kind of, okay, now you know you're going to get every team's best shot. Yeah. Right. But the Texans are a very physical football team. For sure. When they dial it up, they've got some young players. Okay, the Eagles' defensive front in the run game got caught a little bit, right? That's a good Mm -hmm. good offensive line down there in Houston. They couldn't get off blocks, but Javon Hargrave, South Carolina State, HBCU, with the three sacks, he's got five the last two games, six this year. This, again, factors into the Robert Quinn trade equation because it's not just a player, it's how he fits. So that defensive front on the pass rush was good, but the fact that the Eagles had to get into a knockdown drag out. Yes. Very healthy for them. Healthy for them, okay. But top two wide receivers for the Texans not playing. Right. Mm-hmm. We knew that going into the game. So we knew that if the Texans were going to make any headway against this Eagles defense, it was going to be on the ground. And still, Mr. Pierce went off. But isn't that worse? That's on Pierce, though. If you saw some of the hits he was taking, the way it's like yards. those safeties were coming down and they were cracking the, you know, the dookie emoji out of him. He was bouncing off of it. He was showing me kind of a little mix of Adrian Peterson, oh, wow. right, with the vision, like the cuts, that. the physicality. Oh, Pierce, I hope you're and, listening. And, and the balance of Marshawn Lynch. I mean, there was that one play okay. where he just got cracked, kind of bounced yep. off to the yes, side. He did. Like, yes, he did. Yeah, my squats found his off foot right and now. <laughs> I mean, he's special. And that's wow. why I'm hoping the Texans and Pep Hamilton, those guys, on all the. They continue to get a shot to build this roster because I think they, they got some pieces here. Well, you as you said, Texans gave the Eagles their best shot. The other day, we did a special uh, segment with Willie and with MJ where we went through all of the teams in the playoff bracket. And on the NFC side, when talking about the Eagles, the three questions were what's good, what's not, and what's next. And when asked what's not good about the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a very difficult thing to answer, MJ said the target on their back yeah. – which continues to get bigger because every team is going to give them their best shot, and that's exactly what we saw last night. So good foresight from you, MJ. Uh, Congrats to you, Eagles. 8-0. Well played. Enjoy it. Okay, the NFL Total Access Game of the Week should be the Titans and Chiefs, but it's not. I will probably get in trouble for that. (laughs) No, the Game of the Week is pretty tasty, too, to be fair. 
It's the AFC East clash between the Josh Allen-led Bills and the Zach Wilson-led Jets at MetLife Sunday morning in Jersey. Now, the Jets appear to be punching above their weight class this season. And if that's going to continue, they need one hell of a game plan to beat the number one total defense in the NFL and also the number one scoring offense in the NFL. Steve Weich has your viewer's guide to this one with three things to look for in the form of matchups to watch. Matchup number one, hit me with it. Well, Stephon Diggs against Sauce Gardner. There right? you go. Stephon Diggs, one of the best wideouts against man coverage. So far, Sauce Gardner has been unstoppable in man coverage. Zero touchdowns allowed. Strength versus strength. They're kind of not even looking his way. Somebody's yeah. mama is going to get talked about, though. He's not Revis yet. It's going to no, get exactly. He's it's not, not Revis Sauce yet. Island yet. Yeah. Yes, he's not Revis yet, but he is on his way. 12 passes defensed so far yep. for uh, Sauce Gardner. One pick, three tackles for a loss. Diggs, on the other hand, 55 receptions, 764 yards, oh, seven God. touchdowns, 14 yards per catch. It's a great matchup to watch. It's Can't wait matchup. to watch it. Who has the edge? Because based on just that and based on who's throwing to him, you've got to think that Stephon Diggs has the edge. Yes. I mean, Stephon Diggs, he's a veteran. He's savvy, right, mm-hmm. MJ? Mm-hmm. He's... He's got his offense has other weapons to free him up. I mean, there's different things they can do to trick up your defense. So even if it is one-on-one, Stephon Diggs can get you. Plus, you got a quarterback who can extend the play. And at some point as a defender, you're not going to be able to plaster the guy. One thing about Stephon, he's not going down like that, especially not up against a rookie. I think he's going to be surgical in the way that he approaches this this matchup this weekend. Some setup plays. Mm -hmm. Matchup number two is one involving one player and two wolves, the good wolf and the bad wolf. Correct. And as we know from the old saying, who wins? The wolf that you feed. So, Ooh. Zach Wilson versus Zach Wilson. Help me understand get him out, get, get out of your own head. Yeah. Okay, see, you know, he had the game last week, 300 yards or some positives, but he had the three picks. That's what he's dying on, right? He's had a couple games, I think, where he hasn't even thrown for like 130 yards, whatever. This is where the Jets have to help him. Right, he threw 41 times last week. He is not a 41-time guy. You're throwing 41 times against the Buffalo Bills, which could very well happen. That means you're probably trailing by two touchdowns at some point. Okay, but I think if Zach Wilson gets his confidence back, plays on schedule, you know, he's a guy who is always good in college playing off schedule. He's much better as an NFL player on schedule, getting that Brett Favre gunslinger out of him. He could be okay. Manage this game. Don't try to win it unless you have to late. Uh, MJ, Zach Wilson's numbers, he's actually, his winning win-loss record is 4-1 and one this yeah. season. Uh, his completion percentage is a little bit low, 54.9. He's got three touchdowns, five picks, to your point about yardage, somewhat anemic numbers, uh, 210 yards a game overall. An interesting one to watch. Do you think that Zach Wilson, at home, with his options, his targets, will be able to make headway against the number one total defense in the NFL? Are you hopeful for him? I I think this is going to be a defining game for Zach Wilson, not just this season, but in his career, because this is where the rubber meets the road, to your point. To be a young quarterback who doesn't have as much playing time, let's say, because of the injuries that he's dealt with, to have to stay poised, composed, manage the game, you know that your your running back that you were going to to take the pressure off of you is not there. That's a tall order for anybody, and you're going up against the Bills on top of that. So I think for him is the maturity aspect there, being able to keep all of that in control and just play a clean game, that's going to be the biggest challenge for him. I want to be hopeful, but dang. And 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 here's here's key to that, right? If the Jets get some takeaways, you can't squander the opportunity to score. Because you cannot blow 
opportunities to put points on the board. You can't come up with nothing. Right. right. I think that's a really good point yeah. because really, if we look at this game, it's not about Zach Wilson. Right, mm. no. you're calling him out because he's a vitally important part of that Jets offense. Sure. If they're going to win, he has to do what he has to do. But this isn't about him. This is about the guys on the other side of the ball. This is about that Jets defense. Yep. Play as well as you can. Give me more and more opportunities, and let's hope that I turn it into something. Now, on the subject of defense, your point number three yeah. is a very interesting matchup to watch We've because talked about neither this. person you're about to mention will be a combatant on the field of play, and yet they are integral to what happens on Sunday. Who are they? Defensive head coaches versus the trend and the thinking of NFL owners. This sounds very obtuse, very layered. Please help (laughs) me understand. We talked about this, right? Oh, wait. It's the offensive geniuses who run the world. It's the freaking quarterback whisperers. Yes, that's the and, Shanahan and the tree. Designers. See, it's a quarterback-driven it, it, league. It's all those, oh, wait pass a second. Happy, pass happy, pass happy. Sean McDermott's a defensive guy, right? Arguably the best team in the NFL if yes. you want it. You know, Eagles and them. But yes. Sean McDermott against Robert Sala, defensive yes. guy's team. It's five and three, right? So maybe leadership, communication, and management are skills that work. Oh, wait, do I hear Pete Carroll calling on line one? Oh, wait oh. a second. Wait a second, that's Mike Vrabel calling on line two. Yes. Oh, you know, we've got some defensive coaches doing good things in this league and communicating, get his players to, getting their players to play the best yeah. in that they're playing in the NFL. And I really love the fact we have two defensive coaches being spotlighted in an era where offense is gonzo. And not saying that the Bills don't have a great offense because they do. But wait, defensive head coaches can have good offenses too because they know how to hire the right staff because they know the right people in the league. How about that for a novel idea? Steve Weich made this assertion the other day, and I love it. And the assertion is simple, what he's just said, that NFL defenses are catching up to NFL offenses. They are. But, MJ, you're going to find this very exciting and interesting. He said that it could very well, if this is true, and it is, have an appreciable impact on the next round of head coaching hires that we will see defensive guys finally uh, making the short list for these owners when in the past they were a box to check and not a real candidate to consider. That part. I think it expands. And when you talk about game changers, that's exactly it. Because it's it's the waves that it causes, not just for the game today, but what we see as early as next season and a few years down the road. I love it. Well, it's a cyclical stuff. Mm -hmm. Again, is Denver possibly getting burned by – got to get the play designer and play schemer. Mm. Well, you know, how's he communicating with his players, things like that. I mean, these are things you have to you look at. You can't chase trends coaches. too late. We know this Correct. in fashion. We know this in music. We know this in business. We now know it certainly in the NFL. Uh, Broncos may have just been too late on this. You were yeah. too late. You're too late, man. Let's go back over the coaches you just mentioned because I find it very yeah. interesting. Look at the playoff picture as it stands right now. The number one seed in the AFC, Bills. Headed up by a defensive coach. The number two seed in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans. Headed up by a defensive, defensive coach, coach, Mike Vrabel. You mentioned, obviously, Salah. The Jets are a five or a six seed as it stands right now. On the NFC side, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, a three seed Well, in the NFC. Patriots are last in the AFC East, and they're four and four, a defensive head coach. What do we know the Dallas Cowboys for this year? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn Without and their doubt. defense. Yes. He's changed everything. Should have been a head coach this year. Might be a head coach. And they are a, uh, that's a five seed, uh, Dallas Cowboys. That's his point. Right. right. Yeah, very interesting, Steve. We'll keep an eye on this in the days and weeks to come. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and today I am joined by MJ, Acosta, Ruiz, and Steve White. Now, Steve, as the chief national reporter of the network, you don't make game picks, coward, but MJ, <laughs> Adam Rank, and Cynthia do. Incidentally, 16-year NFL vet Thomas Davis Sr. is not with us here this week, but he will return in week 10. So, Steve, you watch. I'll do the same. You think? MJ, take the mic. Make them good. Listeners, as always... Use this information wisely. Frank, I'm going to start with you, though, with yes. Rams, Bucks. Who you got? Well, you know what? When the season started, I thought everybody anticipated this being one of the marquee games in the season. It has not worked out that way. Mm. But I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 23-21. The big reason why is that both these teams have been bad running the football. <laughs> Statistically, they are two of the worst, if not the worst, in the NFL at running the football. So what I wanted to do was pick the team that I had the most confidence in running the football, and I think with uh, Leonard Fournette, I think the, the Buccaneers get it going on the ground. Can you play that noise again? Ooh. I'm sure they will. They will a couple Ooh. more times. I have the same winner. I have 24 to 20, so a pretty close score in the same, and actually for many of the same reasons, but one other one I want to point out, yeah. the Bucks actually have the third most sacks with 25, and we've seen Matthew Stafford be under pressure on a third of his dropbacks. That's up significantly from only 22% last season. Big difference maker in this one, so Tom Brady, Bucks, this is going to be a big difference. All right, this is a good way to start here. It seems like we're all on the same uh, playing field. I have the books as well. Uh, 21 to 20, I believe. Yes. Ooh. Thank God. I had a little typo there. All right. Uh, that was just for you, Cynthia, because I wanted to make sure you got the ooh one more time. The, the ranks are interesting. <laughs> Vikings command. That means it's a close game. Close yeah. Game. Last week, Thomas got? Davis picked the upset with the mm -hmm. Commanders. Maybe I'm feeling in no, Are I'm you? Kidding. I'm going to no. go with the Vikings 28-24 in this one. Not only is it a revenge game for Kirk Cousins going up against the uh, Washington team there, uh, it's also <laughs> a, well, I don't know what to call him. He didn't play for the Commanders. He played for a team in Washington, but whatever. Also a KOC revenge. KOC. Listen, here's the thing too. Like this Vikings team is fun. Like, they're, they're, they're completely different. Like, when Lainey Boggs got rid of the glasses, she made a run for homecoming queen. 
she's still lost, by the way. You know, Taylor still beat her. And that's going to be the same thing. You saw that playoff picture? If the, no, what no, movie is she's that? All that? She's all oh, okay, that. Thank she's you. all that. I couldn't remember. We've worked together a long yeah. time. She gets it. Uh, the thing is, is like, if the playoffs started when we saw that playoff picture, they'd be playing host to the San Francisco 49ers. Who do you, mm-hmm. think, who do you think would win that one? We don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about that. That's not for I'm today. Sorry. Cynthia? I wonder if I get the ooh again. 25 to 20. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a nice closer game in this matchup. I really like what I'm seeing from this defense from the Vikings. If you look yeah. to see the pressure, they're able to really bring the heat, and that's a big difference maker. I do like Taylor Heineke, though. He's fun to watch. And those like really nice kind of Hail Mary style balls yeah, to yeah. Terry McLaurin have been yeah. really great for my fantasy team. Amazing. But I think at the end of the day, this is going to be a monster game for Justin Jefferson. Maybe oh, twice yeah. in the end zone, that kind of game, that kind of game script. Yeah, as, as much as I love Taylor Heineke, he's one of my faves, especially coming in when he did. I do have the Vikings not as close as my colleagues here, 28 yeah. to 21. Oh, I don't think I get an ooh for that one. No. Nope. All right, Packers-Lions you is next. Nothing. Rank nada. You know, it's it's fun watching the Packers struggle <laughs> and all the Packer fans having a little bit of comeuppance, but you know what? Give me the Packers, 27-26. Thank you. And this one, it's one of those things, like, I feel like the Packers have done a nice job of getting us all to believe that they're done, that it's over. It's kind of like when The Undertaker had Brock Lesnar down at WrestleMania 30, and you thought just once no, again. No, no. But then Brock Lesnar broke out his favorite move, which was the... I don't remember. The F5. First. Yeah, he hit him with the <laughs> F5. It's a throwback. Oh, From yesterday. Gets it. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I just think the Packers, I, I, can't, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine them not winning. I've seen this game before, maybe like every year, twice. And I think that the Packers 26-22, this is a get-right game for everyone named Aaron on that team. Also, everyone kind of with A.J., Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and A.J. Dillon. This Lions defense is not stopping anyone, and I don't think that starts today. I think it's going to be a huge game for Aaron Jones. Huge. This game has trap game written all over it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Who needs a win more right now. Is it the Packers? Is it the Lions? I I almost picked the Lions doing? here, uh, but I am going with oh, the Packers. Okay, 27-25. Just I was going to kick you out of the Alliance I if want- you go Lions. <laughs> Only to save our friendship. All right, He's let's fine. get to a few more game picks. Who are you picking in the game? Ravens or Saints? Well, you know what? I made this pick before we just saw that interview with Kenyon Drake, but it doesn't matter. I picked the Ravens to win this one, 25-24. Anytime during the John Harbaugh era, they get at least 10 or more days of rest, eight or more days of rest. They are very good. In fact, they're 6-2 and two in such games. Andy Dalton, 8-9 and nine in his career against the Baltimore Ravens, actually hasn't beaten that team since 2018, which is when She's All That came out. I'm going to have to rewatch kidding. that movie now. I did watch it at before. the time. All right, in honor of the last-minute Halloween costume and Kenyon Drake, I am taking the Ravens 35-30. to 30. Not quite as close, but still a good matchup. All right, the time has come to pick this game. Ooh. Bills Jets ranks. I think this is a pretty easy one. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills 33-20 to 20 and kind of a blowout here. I like what the Jets have done. I thought that they've done a really great job of roster construction bringing in a lot of talent, but for me, the biggest problem is Zach Wilson. I just don't think that he's there as a quarterback yet. He's like the kid that's there in your English lit project who gets to sign his name to the project at the end of it, but does none of the work. Does none of the work. He just sat there. Like, you didn't even show up half the time, and now all of a sudden you're signing my name along with Jenny Lawrenson after we did everything. That's harsh. Yeah. I'm sure it happens the same way. That's a, that's I a think real that shot. even if Zach Wilson was rolling on all cylinder, 
Josh Allen and what this team is bringing is just way too much right now. Bills take this one 35-25, the final. We asked you at home to let us know who you thought was going to win over on our Instagram page. 84% of you are going with the Bills. So 16% of Jets fans are on Instagram. (laughs) Right, exactly. All right, Titans, Chiefs. This is a contender for our TA game of the week. This is a good one. Who are you taking? I think so, too. The Tennessee Titans won winners of five in a row, but you know what? I got to take the Chiefs in this one. 31 28. You know, last year, the Titans held the Chiefs to three points, which not only was the lowest point total of the Patrick Mahomes era, but of the Andy Reid era going back to 2013. I think the Titans always seem to find a way to slow down this team, but unfortunately, Tennessee's just not there this year. I don't know what it is. But they seem to be like an A.J. Brown-type player away from being competitive in this one. I don't know where you would find a player like A.J. Brown, but if you had a player like A.J. Brown on this Titans team, I think it would make all the difference. I don't know where you would find him. I don't know how you would ever get a player like A.J. Brown on your team, but if you had that guy, I'd probably be picking you. But you don't have A.J. Brown. But you don't. So I can't make that pick. I'm so sorry, Tennessee. But if you ever find a guy like that, hold on to him and never let him go. Sidebar, I did think that that 31-28 was going to get an ooh, but it didn't. I did, too. That, uh, even now when that I look back, at I'm like, that might yeah. be a lot of points. Who would give away A.J. Brown? Not, that not would you. never happen. Um, I mean, that's right. a hypothetical. I am taking the Chiefs 32-25. to No oohs there. I think it will be a, a win and a solid one for We're good. the Chiefs there. Our All alliance right. is strong. Rankster, our alliance is going really well. We have been in lockstep that I feel like things are going to take a turn. Ah. Love that for me. And I love that Cynthia is calling some upsets I with us that. this yeah. week as well. Let's start with the most important one, Rank. The biggest game Ooh. of the week. How is this not the TA game know, of the man. week? I don't know. Dolphins Disrespectful. Bears, tell us why you think the Bears are winning. How dare you just assume <laughs> that I'm going to pick the Bears, You're which is what I'm this. doing. The Bears 31 to 30. Okay, that's fair enough. Here's the thing. Two weeks ago, the Bears upset the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football in New England. And they were forced to travel to Dallas the following. Nobody ever has to do that, play back-to-back road games after coming off of Monday night. But because Emmett Smith's anniversary of breaking Walter Payton's record, like insult to injury, we got to go down to celebrate that. But here's the thing. This Bears team is energized, bringing in Chase Claypool. You can tell from the vibe of the team at practice this week. I got They got Cody Whitehair returning. I think that's going to be a fun game. It's going to be tough to uh, stop that that Dolphins offense. Like, they're amazing. But I think the Bears are up to it now. I won. I won. Homer, I got it. You are a homer for sure. But you think that adding Chase Claypool can make up for the loss of Roquan Smith in this one? Yeah, no. Not going to happen. 25-21. That's my score in this matchup. I think Raheem Mostert just outside runs. You saw Tony Pollard. Did you see Tony Pollard? They're better without him. They're they're better without Roquan Smith. That's just crazy talk. Stop it. Okay. okay. Trust so, me. Listen to me. Trust fun me. fact, Rank and I had Trust a whole me. other uh, Dolphins-Bears segment yesterday on his The Sick Podcast, and I'm going to say the same thing I said then. Oh. Dolphins, 30-25. <laughs> I love it. Let's go <laughs> Raiders, Jaguar. I mean, you know, I wear it with a badge of honor. As That's fair. Rank. No, One no, thing no. about us. Thank you for coming on the show. For no, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it. Jags, Rank. You know what? I'm going to go with my friends down in Duval County, and I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars, 25-24. I know that last week it wasn't great for Trevor Lawrence. He's still out there making 
probably too many mistakes for a number one overall pick, but this is still essentially his rookie season. Now he's going up against a team that's probably the most generous against opposing quarterbacks this season. And I think there is something to these teams that are in the Pacific time zone having to travel across the country, playing in that 10 a.m. local time. I know it's 10 a.m. for Las Vegas, not for not for Jacksonville. Not that they have clocks in Vegas or anything like that, nope. but give me the Jacksonville Jaguars here. So I have the Jaguars as well, 25-24, so still one point just like you. Ooh. Where's the... Ooh. There it is. There it is. I really like these. Do we have the same score? Uh, nice. One point different. Both of us. I'm a little bit higher than you. Why? Me, Travis Etienne is the difference maker in yeah. this one. He helps keep Trevor Lawrence from making mistakes, turning the ball over. You talk about that defense that is opposed, that is really nice to opposing quarterbacks in the Raiders. I think this is an opportunity. I do think the Raiders score points this week, though. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, they'll get, a, they'll get in the end zone out. as they're walking um, through the tunnel. No. I think the Raiders, <laughs> Sorry. not only do they need a win, they need a definitive win, and they're going to get it this week against the Jaguars. I have the Raiders taking this 28-20, to 20, the final. All right, let's go Seahawks, Cardinals, Adam Rank. Well, division game. I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals on this one. Why? Because I don't know what I'm doing. No, uh, <laughs> the Cardinals 29-28. It doesn't, no, no, no. I, I think that this team's playing a little bit better because last week, or last time they played in week six, the Cardinals managed, what, nine points? But ever since DeAndre Hopkins has returned to this team, they've played a little better. And despite the fact that Kyler Murray has a three-game losing skid against this Seattle team, I'm going to take them. Although Seattle's been playing great football and they're playing really well defensively. Well, I love the defense for the Seahawks, which means I'm actually taking the Seahawks 24-23. I'm calling for the upset in this one. Obviously, convincing score here, one (laughs) point. But Geno Smith in deep passes. He has the most deep touchdowns this season by like three, and that's really impactful, very big difference maker in this one. So I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks as well. 28 to 25, the final. So I'm actually a little surprised that this is an upset here, but I get the dynamics. But I think we the way Gino and this team is rolling, they're not going to stop. That now. would be their fourth win right, so in a row. Some, some separation there from us, but don't worry. We do agree on certain games. We all have the Patriots, the Bengals, and the Chargers, although I don't know. I might change that one. Subject to yeah. change up until kickoff. No. That is my disclaimer. Yes, ranks are. When you have someone around who is quite simply smarter than most people, you convince her to stay. And then you ask artfully crafted questions to mine her knowledge in a way that becomes helpful to the greater good. Cynthia Freeland is that person. MJ, you're the miner in this scenario. Do your best. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers. He has not thrown for more than 260 yards all season. Will he break 265, Cynthia. He will. He's going to have more than that. He's playing the Lions defense, for goodness sake, and they're not getting pressure on opposing quarterbacks. That's been the difference in this matchup for Aaron Rodgers for the season. He's been Mm -hmm. under pressure way more often. I think it's going to be a fun one for anyone who has Rodgers on their fantasy team. Two touchdowns, no picks, 275. All right, a great one to have on your team, Justin Jefferson. He keeps tearing it up. Will he go over 100 yards against the Commanders? So the projection says seven for 95 and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. I think he could have multiple touchdowns. I don't know if the yardage is going to need to be so high. I think the game script may dictate there will be some Dalvin Cook. I think they'll be playing with the lead. So it's not that I don't think he's going to have a monstrous game. I think he will. I just don't necessarily think it's going to be 100 yards because I don't think they'll need it. Fair enough. All right, we've got a combo for you. One-two punch. Will Lamar Jackson have more than 225 pass yards and 50 rush yards? He will have more. 
on, on both. On both. on both? Yeah, yes. Love it. 229 pass yards, two touchdowns, and 58 rushing yards on Monday against this Saints defense. I think it's going to be a closer-than-expected mm -hmm. game, so I think he's going to have to stay throwing and stay. Obviously, some changes to who he's throwing to. you got to watch on Monday yeah. night to make sure we know who's playing exactly, but ultimately, I think he's going to have to, to keep pace. You know my philosophy in life is more is more, more. Cynthia, more. so this is great. All right. Exact numbers and exact numbers only. Let's start with the ever-important Bills-Jets game. Will there be over 45 and a half points here? So I have 29 to 17 in this matchup, which adds up to 46 points, there which is. is more than 45 and a half points in this matchup. I think Stefan Diggs won't see a ton of Sauce Gardner. He lines up all over that formation. Mm -hmm. But even if he does, there's still a lot of other – Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, maybe even Khalil Shakur in this one. Oh, you know, might as well. The Knox might get some action. I'm so glad you did the math because I was about to start doing one of these. Love it. It would have been embarrassing. How about Sunday night? Titans, Chiefs. Do you see more than 45.5 in this one? Oh, I see way more in this one. Mm. I have 31 to 18 as my oh. final source of 49. You know, my model's pretty conservative. So yes. when you see that big of a difference, that means that they strongly think that the Chiefs' offense is going to roll. That's a big win. 13 yeah. points you almost never see. Like <laughs> I said, I have a pretty conservative model. So that, that's a lot of points there. Listen to the key words here, guys. All right. <laughs> Finally, the Monday night game, Ravens-Saints. More than 47.5 well, points. We, we've got another one here, 25 to 23. I love it. That adds up to 48 points. That one is not quite as certain, right? The delta between the difference between the number and my number isn't quite as dramatic. So you're still going to want to keep an eye on that one. But closer to kick, if we've got Mark Andrews playing, things like that, it could be even more points. I hear you sliding in those scientific words, the jargon there, Cynthia. We're just trying to keep up with you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. this podcast for a special guest of the RB variety, Ravens running back Kenyon Drake. Some call him a journeyman. I reckon he's just on a journey, man. Steve Weich, the mic is yours. Kenyon, thanks so much for joining us. 
Look, man, you guys just won two straight games, right? Your first winning streak of the season. Do you feel like you're finally settling in? Nah, definitely. Uh, definitely feel like we're hitting our stride. Um, we got a big game, obviously, coming up against the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Um, that's going to be a crazy atmosphere, primetime Monday night. Can't really get too better of an atmosphere for a primetime game in that city against that team uh, who just came off, a, uh, obviously, a great win against a, another quality opponent in the Raiders. So uh, we're just looking to kind of take this next step to go into the bye week with a, a big confidence. Okay, so taking the next step, we know you guys are a run-first team, but your running back room, it's by committee, right? You're leading all the running backs in rushing, but you got a bunch of guys coming in and out. You've played for several teams, several different philosophies to that running game, but what's it like being in this Ravens running back room where everyone really has to work together? Yeah, I mean, it starts with eight. He's the playmaker of the team, man. He, uh, he's his own check down, so anytime he has a ball in his hand, he's allowed to make a big play. And then obviously with the players that we have in that room in general, anybody can have a big day. I had mine against the Giants. Uh, Justice has his, Gus had his, Mike is gonna have his. Everybody's just gonna have their day, and uh, we're just gonna keep taking turns and try to you know, do everything we can to help his team win games. Did you say Lamar is his own check down? Yeah, that's, that's what I kind of call them. You know, you be you, around the league, you got normal quarterbacks that look for the outlet, look for the quick throw, look for the running back out, out the backfield. But he's his own playmaker, his own check down. So if the play breaks down, he's you going to call his own number. And, you know, what, what can you say? He's eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I absolutely love that. Well, speaking of that, look, you, you, you know, you played in Arizona with Kyler Murray for a little bit too, right? Dual threat quarterbacks. Is there, are there any similarities or, or differences between those two that you like to, to kind of draw upon sometimes? Yeah, they definitely have the similarities and differences. Um, you know, Kyler is, you know, he's his own kind of playmaker in a sense as well. Um, and eight just is just a game breaker, man. I feel like anytime somebody's in the backfield and the play kind of breaks down, lineman, D-lineman, even a safety that has, you know, even a little bit more athletic ability, uh, he just makes people look silly. And it's, it's amazing kind of just seeing it first uh, in person, I guess, because seeing it on TV is one thing, but seeing it in person and just kind of, you know, getting a, you know, tapping on the back of the helmet, just be like, I don't know how you made that play, but hey, let's keep going. <laughs> so, so how does having a quarterback like him impact the running game for running backs? Does it open it up a little bit more? Or you guys just always have to be on your toes, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, of course, it it it, it creates a crazy dime, like dimension of how the defense is spread out. You know, especially when we run sideways, he does his own power play sometimes. Um, you know, when he kind of pulls it and gives it and makes it look like he still has a ball, he takes two or three guys with him because they have to respect his ability even without the ball. Uh, so with him just being that much of a playmaker, it just creates these crazy running lanes for us to just do our job. And, uh, you know, we just kind of continue to do that week in and week out. And, you know, it's, it's, it makes it easy for us. Okay, great. I'm going to call up something that was posted about your Halloween costume, Super Slime. Okay, I'm looking at this, and to me it looks like the dude at Atlanta Braves games like who races people in the outfield. You have to explain this costume and what it is. So I originally wanted to be Frozone for Halloween. Ah. And I went on Amazon, and it, I, I wasn't able to get the costume in in time. So I just looked for spandex, like, you know, onesies, I guess. I don't remember what exactly I put, I put in. And I knew this green one was going to kind of come in quick, so I just kind of created my own superhero, and I called him Super Slime. <laughs> Man, I swear, if, I want you to wear some of those Hulk-colored onesies under your uniform Monday night. 
you know, we find someone to cover the fine, but it'll be a hot look. <laughs> well, yeah, look, if you can find somebody to cover the fine, I'll do whatever. There you go. <laughs> hey, Kenny, we appreciate you taking the time, man. Good luck Monday night. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. And finally, the segment that we sort of enjoy. It's a little tongue-in-cheek, but it turns into something specific and intentional when it comes out of the mouth. So let's hear it. It is our weekly message to certain NFL teams, players. Sometimes it's a coach. Sometimes it's a fan base. And the message is simple. Don't do it for yourselves, for your team, for your legacy, for your Hall of Fame resume. No, don't do it for the fans. Don't do it for the contract. Do it for me. Make me look good. MJ, who are you talking to this week? The Raiders! The Raiders! Oh, God, can they make you look good? Last, they can't possibly make me look worse than they did last Oh, it can always get worse. <laughs> it can always get worse. I don't know that it can. <laughs> I think in this case she's safe. As the fantasy uh, team owner that has Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs on her roster, it was rough last week. It was. But just watching that game, I, I was actually mystified that it went down like that and they got completely shut out. So, not only... Not only am I picking them to get a win against the Jags, yes, I'm picking yes, them to are. get a defining win to remind us of all of the talent that they have on that roster. Let's go. Make me look good. There you go. I, t- I tell you what, though. I, like, I tell you what, though. I, I like, like that, that she's doubling down. I like she's turning back to LV, going, come on, Raiders. I believe oh. in you. I still believe in you against all evidence. Against I still believe evidence. in you. Make me look good. Steve Watch, who is your make me look good this week? I'm going with an individual player, a pass rusher, who now needs to land on our radar, Uchenna Nwosu Ooh. from the Seattle Seahawks, a former Charger who couldn't really break the rotation too much with Joey Bosa mm-hmm. and Melvin Ingram. Now he's reunited with Pete Carroll. Five sacks. Oh, that's just as many as Brian Banks in Carolina. Quinnen Williams with the Jets. But, no, we don't mention him in You're the right. same we language. Don't. We don't. Guess what? He's got, I think, four sacks in the past couple weeks. Had a sack against Kyler Murray last time they played Arizona. Oh, and held them without an offensive touchdown. So, Uchenna, make me look good. Keep it rolling because your team has an opportunity to move further ahead in the NFC West. Uh, My make me look good is the same as it is every week. I never call it out, but I'll do so just for fun this week. It's my Washington Commanders. Hey, make me look good. Nobody picked you to beat the Vikings. Uh, This is Kirk Cousins' first return to D.C., well, Landover as it is, to play the, uh, his former team, so you know he's going to have a fire in his belly. But you know what? Come on, Commanders. Make me look good. Remind him why he is no longer there. And Taylor Heineke is. Oh, please. Ooh. Go for it, man. Blow that trumpet, Drew. Join us Monday when we answer one question, the key question inspired by every single Week 9 game. Also, who tripped the baller alert? Who left us shaking our heads in amazement? Who left us shaking our heads or scratching our heads, as it were, in confusion? Did anyone crash out of the playoff picture? Did anyone bust in? Answers Monday. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 